This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. Welcome to World Cafe. Hey, it's Kaleo. When the hives broke out of the indie rock explosion in the early 2000s, one thing stood out compared to their contemporaries. They were having fun. Always dressed in tuxedos, these guys presented serious, to a ridiculous degree, the fake pretentiousness that begged you to get in on the joke. And one of my favorite conceits, the hives have a hidden oracle slash muse who wrote all of their songs and no one has ever seen. On their latest album, The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons, they vaporized that oracle, or at least found his tombstone. Was he ever real? Spoiler, no. But does it matter? Of course it doesn't. It's rock and roll. And 30 years in, the hives are still loaded with insanely catchy hooks and riffs. I caught up with frontman Howlin' Pele and guitarist Nicholas Arson to get the story on the new album and how rock music is more attitude than instrumentation. Let's dive into our hang with the song from the new album, Two Kinds of Trouble, The Hives, on World Cafe. It's The Hives with Two Kinds of Trouble, a song from their new album and their first in 11 years called The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. Joining me is Howlin Pele and Nicholas Arson from the band. I am Kaleo. It's World Cafe. Gentlemen, a pleasure to meet and speak. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. We should start with the obvious. For our audience who may not know, who is the titular character of this album? Who is Randy Fitzsimmons? Uh... As far as who Randy Fitzsimmons is, Randy Fitzsimmons is the sixth member of the band. He's the guy who brought us all together. And uh, he is a, a, a real person, even though people might not believe that. And uh, he is the guy who, well, wrote all our, you know, all the Hive songs, pretty much. So that's the guy. And apart from that, uh, any more info than that is we're not allowed to disclose you know, it's classified yeah. on on a need to know basis, so to speak, <laughs> and nobody needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it doesn't matter if I asked what was it like working with him. Does that fall under the non-disclosure agreement that you have? Well, I mean, we uh, this time we did really work with him. I mean, in the, in the past we've always worked with him, and it's been great. But this time around, he was nowhere to be found. So that's why the, it took so long for us to make a record. You know, he just yeah. left us enough of a trace that we could follow, and you know like a scavenger hunt kind of, so we could make this record. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I guess the title more or less comes from him. So that's the, uh, we don't know the story behind it really, since we haven't been in touch with him. We're trying to still stay true to like his spirit or what he would have done, you know, cause that feels like that is the hives kind of, it's us playing, you know, mainly his songs and stuff. But um, so yeah, we, this time without his uh, guidance, and working with him has been great always like but you know all these a long working relationship always has ups and downs and stuff 
uh, we, we miss him. Yeah. And, and it's alluded to with the title, the death of Randy Fitzsimmons not joining you on this record. You know, the fabled sixth hive and he's gone. In the past 11 years, what keeps you going when, you know, that inspiration or that muse isn't there? Well, it's like, you know, I guess actors can still play their old plays without having new stuff written. You can still do Shakespeare, you know, and it's kind of what we've been doing. You know, we've been uh, we've been, uh, I mean, playing live. Yeah, we did a lot of shows, but also it feels a bit like um, it did. It does feel like unreal that it's been that it was such that turned into such a long time. I think the plan was to maybe, you know, do one or two, three years, maybe, but without new music but it's uh it feels uh, really weird in retrospect that it took so long and that it was such a long time it kind of blends together into one year like covid or something but yeah we wish we would have had material out sooner and but it's uh it, it i mean it, it was functional but it felt wrong to just play old stuff yeah even yeah. though you know you can still do shakespeare plays like it'd be nice to have another one <laughs> I'm sure people like oh, in the theater would like a new Shakespeare play that to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo and Juliet again? <laughs> yeah, I get <guess>. sequel. <laughs> you get <a> Romeo. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> We're talking with Nick and Pele of the Hives. The new album is the death of Randy Fitzsimmons. Um, in addition to the presumed death of Randy, a lot has changed in the last decade. Um, uh, Pelle, you called the era when you released your last album, 2012's Lex Hives, the grimmest time ever for the music industry. Um, <laughs> what, what, I, don't know which, that, but I was probably right. Well, I was going to say, Literally what was. I know that it was going to be even worse 10 years later. <laughs> well, that's what I was. That, that's actually where I was headed with this. What was so dire in 2012? And in retrospect, it doesn't probably seem as bad as it does now. No, I think, I think the, the big change then was that. All like, uh, especially in the states, like because we used to, you know, release a record and it would be playing on the radio in the states and stuff, and that seemed to be the way to pick up fans in in the states. In Europe, it's very different, and other places very different. But in the states, it always seemed like radio was was a really important factor, and that completely like uh, rock radio completely like disappeared around the time we released the last album, Lex Hive. So there was really nothing kind of uh, to replace that, like as a way of getting your music out there. So I think maybe that's what I was alluding to. And now we're here 10 years later, having released another record. I think it's just that you, you kind of, you know, you can, you, you make a living playing concerts basically. Yeah. And uh, the rest of it's more like, you know, Spotify and all that's like, that's like hobby level income. (laughs) It's not real. Like you don't, you know, you gotta be really popular to make a living off of that. I'm not even sure it's possible. Yeah. Uh, But you know, I, I wouldn't say I care that much though. Like I, I still, we still get to do what we love doing, which is like making rock records and touring the world, playing rock and roll music. We're here with Pele and Nicholas from the Hives. The new studio album is called The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. Uh, the album rocks. There's no question about that, but I want to play a song that also swings. Uh, tell me a little bit about Stick Up. But it started out as a piano, on, on just a piano. Like the first demo was just piano and vocals. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we made like a live version of it, like the live full band version. And we played that live. But there was for a long time a plan to have both uh, a live version and a piano version and maybe like release them separately or or whatnot. And then we tried to do like when we recorded it, we like recorded a really calm version 
that was in one headphone and one speaker and a really energetic version. There was in one speaker and it was just like the weird, that sort of mind bending, like, is this guy happy or sad? It's like half happy, it's half energetic and half soft, you know, it was very confusing. So what you end up with is basically the full band version, right? Nicholas, yeah. wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's pretty much the full band version. I mean, we always have to have sort of one version that works for us as a live setting, you know, so we don't like lose energy during a show and stuff. I mean, even though we play slower songs at times, they're always, you know, energetic. Yeah, really intense in some way. Yeah, it's intense. Like, it's hard for us to hold back. Awesome. Let's take a listen to it. It's the Hives sticker on World Cafe. That stick up from The Hives. It's from their new album, The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. I am talking with Helen Pele and Nicholas Arson from the band. This is World Cafe. Thanks for being here. Um, wh- what would you call the mission statement of this album? Like if you wanted to like say, hey, listen to this new Hives album because this is why. We're back. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Reestablish. It? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the that's the shortest answer. If I may, if I may elaborate slightly, it's uh, it's uh, to once again kind of stick our flag into the ground and say, yeah, the hives are back, and this is what it is, and also to uh, and also to uh, to reestablish. I think like the the kind of the childish, gleeish euphoria of rock and roll in some sort of mainstream context again, I think that that it's like, you're allowed to be childish and immature and just kind of go full tilt straight into the tile. And uh, and you don't have to get get more, (laughs) yeah, you don't have to get more mature and considered as you age. You can actually get worse, which is a good thing for rock and roll. At this point in time, rock has so many subgenres and variations and you know the definition is is changing yeah um for certain people no, especially it's just i i don't agree like it's just that some people stop doing rock and roll and call it rock and roll like you're actually just playing pop music and you're calling it rock and roll because you have guitars and long hair and stuff like rock and roll is kind of a set thing to me like it's it's kind of this it's a feeling but it's also a musical genre and a lot of times people are like yeah rock has evolved and they're like no it just stopped being rock <laughs> <laughs> That's not an evolution. You're just do, doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> what instrument uh, makes a, a song not a rock and roll? When you add an instrument and you're like, oh, now that's you're not making rock anymore. I don't anymore. know, man. Did you do flute? I have no idea. Like, I don't think <laughs> I don't think it's connected to an instrument. Like, I can get a rock and roll feeling from like a hip hop song or you know whatever, but it's also like it is a rock and roll is a thing. Like. Uh, and, and you'll know it when you hear it, I think. It has more to do with how you, you know, in the performance. Like you could probably hear a Misfit song on, an, you know, whatever, a clarinet or something. And it'll still, <laughs> you know, be kind of rocking, you know, like a distorted clarinet or something. But it's, uh, you know, if you pull back on the energy, that's where you're in trouble, you know. 
Yeah. You're listening to World Cafe. We're talking with the Hives. The new album is called The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. Um, this next song uh, that we're going to hear, I believe, is the first I've ever heard to feature a lyric with a quadruple negative. Uh, what is the story behind? <laughs> <laughs> what is the story behind the bomb? We've always dreamt of uh, making a song with a quadruple negative. <laughs> That's where that comes from. <laughs> It was Mission accomplished. We had growing up in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> we were hoping for it to make a quadruple negative and a perfect snowman growing up. <laughs> we see both now. No, the, uh, I think it's, uh, it, yeah, yeah, that is, uh, it's pretty cool though. The first quadruple negative in a song. Somebody should call Guinness Book of Records. That's one what? of those songs where we're trying consciously making those decisions that any other band would not have done. <laughs> not that yeah. You know, like do it, make making all the wrong choices for someone who's trying to make a hit record or something. You know, and it'll yeah, still like be really you know, more of a hit than you know. Yeah, really, like go go full tilt, like childish and stupid, and but then and also like weirdly, that's probably one of the songs on the record. It sounds like we just made it up on the spot, but weirdly, it's one of the songs we spent the most time and effort on. <laughs> We were work that's been worked on for like 10 years. <laughs> and finally we got it right. It's awesome. Let's take a listen to it. Uh from the hives, this is the bomb on World Cafe. It's World Cafe and The Hives. The song is called The Bomb, and it is from the new album, The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons. Pele and Nicholas from the group are my guests. I'm Kaleo. Thanks for joining us here on World Cafe. It's the 30th uh, anniversary. I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily know if you call it an anniversary because the album didn't come out in that year, but 30 years of being a band. And that is a remarkably long time for any profession, let alone being able to be in a band. Um, was there ever any consideration to go like uh, this? This was fun. Let's just put a wrap on it and go do something else. Or did you, did you know pretty early on we're going to do this for our adult life? I don't think we thought we were going to do it this long. Uh, we even had a plan to quit uh, because we, in our minds, like all bad music, uh, good music, you could not make a living off of. Bad music, you could because all our favorite bands were really on. Un- unpopular especially at the time they were around so we figured we'd like have the most amazing band of all time no one would understand how great it was and then we would quit and 10 years later there would be like a resurgence i think that's what i thought our band was going to be we never thought we'd be adults either like that was so so far ahead you know like i remember people who were 30 they were you know in our minds they were 70 years old you know like we never thought we'd we could never look past them we thought we'd quit before you know, 25, I think. When did you guys start? We were 13, maybe. <laughs> what? Yeah, so that's, I mean, most people don't know what they're going to do until they get, you know, halfway through college. Some people don't even know until their 30s, but you knew then. We were also not, we didn't think it was going to be a, make a living. Like, that was very, like I said, I don't think good music was something you could make a living out of. Bad music you could make a living out of. 
I think it took us almost like five years to figure out how to do it. Even uh, is there a secret uh, to to keeping you know a group of individuals happy and on the same page, pushing towards the same goal? Mm, I mean, you're never pushing towards the same goal. You're never agreeing on anything. The trick is to just not quit. <laughs> That's like the McCartney thing. The secret is don't break up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. It has nothing to do with agreeing. That's never going to happen. <laughs> uh, we're here with the Hives here on World Cafe. We're talking about their excellent new album, The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons, which is available now. Um, going to close with what is my favorite song on the album. I'm fortunate enough that I guessed one of the songs for the session uh, that was Pele's, but um, Smoke and Mirrors. I love the energy of this track, um, and the riff is so clean. Um, can you tell? What can you tell me about the song? This is one of those songs where we kind of, you know, where you sort of like. There's a kind of a blueprint on how to do it. Like it was originally maybe more of a traditional song in a way, but it's then and we try to figure out how you know what the sound was and all that. And we, the, when we started thinking that it sounded right, was when we sort of played it as a. You know, like one of these sort of later Ramon songs or sort of end of the century Ramones, I should say, which is not that late. But, you know, like sort of like end of the century Ramones is kind of what we wanted to sound like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's like it's more of a, a traditional song. And sometimes there's a resistance in our band to that kind of, you know, it's got like chord structures that make sense. It's got like a verse, a pre-chorus and a chorus and a mid-late and all that Sometimes we're a bit wary of those like more traditional type of songs. And then we just got to figure out how to make it hive. Like, how do we hive this? And uh, I think that the, the remote thing was kind of like the, and that like weird uh, kind of, I guess it's like the drum beat with, with everything going at once, like hit all the drums at the same time, just different velocities. And it's like an old kind of a fifties drum thing. I think those two things yeah. were like, like the, the key to making it sound like, yeah, yeah. Or the damned or even like uh, Led Zeppelin's that rock and roll song is that beat too. So, uh, so uh, that kind of solved that. And yeah, it's a, it's a really cool song. It's a big fan favorite. It seems people really get excited when we play that live. Well, you said, you know, a traditional, you, you know, you got to make it more hives. Does that mean make it more weird? Yeah. Or like just not feel uh, like we're, we're, we're like making a song. I don't know. It's like, I, I saw that there was a documentary about U.S. like hardcore punk bands. I think it's called U.S. Hardcore, and or American Hardcore maybe. And then one guy says a thing which I feel is very hyped. He goes, "Yeah, we had like songs that were like twenty seconds and like it had no, you know, no real structure, or whatever thing." The less it was a song, the more we liked it. And I think there's definitely some of that in the hives, like like the bomb, for instance. Like that's not. Max Martin or Paul McCartney would never have done that song. <laughs> but it has a place for us, you know. Yeah. Let's check out Smoke and Mirrors. It's the hives here on World Cafe. Smoke and mirrors, baby, nothing left to gain. It's just smoke and mirrors, baby, knocking on your beat up ring. On World Cafe, it's The Hives. The song is called Smoke and Mirrors. 
The new album is The Death of Randy Fitzsimmons, which is available now. And The Hives uh, touring across the country and then uh, around the world in 2024. Uh, I definitely want to thank uh, Pele and Nicholas from the band. Thank you guys for being here. Congrats on the record. And we'll hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you, Kalau. Our pleasure. We're back in a minute with more World Cafe. With NPR Plus, there's more to hear, like extended interviews with some of the experts we talked to at Planet Money and The Indicator. It's a mistake for economists to only think about economic efficiency when considering policies because you'll actually wind up with a worse outcome. And with NPR Plus, you help keep NPR going. Learn more at plus.npr.org. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive, and it's Name Your Price Tool. Say how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show coverage options within your budget. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 